0: Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. Happy New Year. Today is January 1st. Today is the New Year. Um, like normal, top of the show stuff Instagram at The Jesus Show NTO, Twitter at Jesus Show NTO, Facebook, at The Jesus Show NTO jesus show not that one my apologies tiktok at the jesus show not that one youtube type in the jesus show not that one or the jesus show nto and email your comments concerns stories Uh, you don't have to attach your name or i guess you would have to attach your name but you can tell me don't tell everybody who, who it's from i can do it anonymously uh, email me at thejesusshownto at gmail.com Alright, and as you can tell I'm not in the studio Today I am in Kona, Hawaii um, Yeah, I I got here last night around 10pm And I'm here till about 10 o'clock No, officially I'm here till 11.30 at night But I have to be at the airport by 10.30, so it's an hour before push. Um, but last night, I went out with our first officer. Uh, we had a couple drinks, very, very mellow, m- very chill. We got to the bar at about 11.30 at night. Everything around here was closed. Well, almost everything was uh, around here was closed. We found a little bar overlooking the water, kinda like this, it was very nice. We were hearing the waves crash and had a couple beers, got to talking, he's a very nice guy, he lives in Vegas as well. Um, Had a couple drinks at midnight, we had one more, we said cheers, and then we went back to the hotel and that was about it. So it was pretty cool. Then this morning we had breakfast overlooking the ocean again, which was really nice. And then I hit the gym and then I went out, oh, I was gonna film the episode over on, over my right shoulder, if you guys look in the background. Um, there's a really, really nice view of the open ocean. There, there was a couple palm trees, open ocean, and I asked somebody at the hotel, I said, hey, cause I, I don't like to just do things without asking. Um, I mean, some things I do do without asking, but this particular thing shooting the episode I didn't want to piss anybody off and I don't know if they want to be associated with my show being that you know one of my episodes is called butthole cleanliness so I wasn't gonna mention the 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 name of the hotel but I asked and they said no which sucked because the the spot over there was really nice but this is still as nice the only thing I'm not a fan of is this piece of wood right here but hey I have to make do with what I have. And I was doing it on the, you know, I'm doing it on the fly. I didn't want to do it in the room cuz I was like that's stupid. I'm in, you know, Kona. I want you guys to see the beauty of Kona, even though it's a very small little square you guys can see. Uh but still, I want I want to share it with you guys. All right, let's get into the show. Wait, I did top of the stuff top of the show stuff. Happy New Year's, I think I already told you. Oh, and my face, half of it is dark. This side is light, this side is dark. Um, Again, because I'm outside, and it's kind of windy, so I apologize if it annoys the shit out of you guys. Uh, I was sitting over there at a different table, and I was alone, and then some old people showed up, and I thought, why don't I move away from them, because If I say, I don't want to piss anybody off, especially while they're eating. And if I say anything gross, again, I don't want to piss anybody off. That's not the point of the show. Okay. So, now that all that's squared away, um, let's talk about some soccer stuff. Javinko, he used to play for TFC, Toronto FC. He was very good. I think they called him the Atomic Ant. I think that was his nickname. He's very small. I want to say... Maybe five foot, five feet tall, maybe, maybe four feet. No, he's not four feet. Maybe like five two or something. Really small guy, but he's really good. I believe he's Italian. Must be Italian. And he did really well in the league. I want to say TFC. Did he win two championships with him? Maybe one. I don't know. He did really well. And a couple days ago, a story came out where he said exact quote did I quote him in here he went on to say on MLS.com that MLS has good infrastructure and would make the decision to come again to MLS something about like I don't know it seemed like he was talking shit about the league I don't know exactly the context of the quote I didn't read the whole thing, because, you know me, I don't necessarily like to uh, read all that stuff. But I thought, it's weird when former MLS players will say something about MLS, even though they were here. But then, I don't know, like it makes me feel, as a fan of MLS, since 96, I just think it's odd that you come to a league you talk shit about it after you leave i don't know that's kind of it's kind of odd i'd be interested to see or hear about what tfc fans how they feel about it um you know because he was there he had a lot of success i don't know i just thought it was odd that he would say i mean i I guess it was kind of like a backhanded compliment It's like, oh, MLS has a good infrastructure. But I mean, it's a retirement league. Blah, 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 blah. It's odd. Uh, Another, some other MLS stuff I want to talk about. Uh, Daryl DK today, breaking news. Not that I'm breaking the news. Because I did not break the news. Um, But Daryl DK, one of the forwards for Orlando. He went to West Brom, the Premier League for 9.5 million dollars. Holy shit, good job, bud. That's a lot, that's a lot of cheese. I only hope that, I don't know how contracts work, right? So when I hear, you know, for example, Daryl D. K. he went to West Brom for 9.5 million dollars. Is he getting the 9.5 million? Is he getting a portion of the 9.5 million and then Orlando's getting some money of that? Is it. Daryl DK gets the 9.5 million and then on top of that they pay Orlando FC more money? Um, I don't know. I don't know how all that works. And I've never really cared. About the contracts, because I mean it has nothing to do with me. I think it's I think it's odd that they report on how much money players' contracts are. Am I the odd one out that I think that that's odd? Like, why do why do you have to publicly announce how much money somebody's making? But I guess on the flip side, you can say you announce how much money the player's making so that if another player is in that position, then they know, and I guess, you know, not I guess, then it's public knowledge that the player can say, well, you know, this guy went for this much and I want equal amount or more. Am I talking out of my ass? I don't know, I just think it's weird that... I think it's weird that there's some people that are interested in people's contracts. Like some of my friends who are professional soccer players, there's been people that have asked me, oh, how much do they make? I don't know. They go, well, you know, I can find out on the internet. Okay, well, will fucking find out on the internet, then why the fuck are you asking me then? I've never asked any of my friends... About their contract. When it comes to like. Hey how much are you making? I think that's kind of tacky. And I don't. I mean I'm not friends with them. Because how much money they're making either. I can care less. Um, I know some of. I've been told of some of their incentives. You know if they get another start. If they get another goal. If they get another shutout. If they get this. If they get that. My friends will say. You know. They have shared with me oh, I need one more of this to make my incentive. You know, let's say for the season they needed 10 goals. And they go, oh, I need one more goal. You know, if they need nine shutouts for the season, uh, you know, oh, I need one more shutout. Like, they've shared that with me. Um, but even sometimes not specific numbers. I mean, they have before, but not every time when they make their incentive they don't say like oh I'm making X amount if I if I make this incentive um, so yeah I don't like even when basketball I mean basketball basketball what is it basketball, football and baseball they have outrageous fucking contracts and then you know like breaking news this or that I don't know. I just think it's weird. Getting on that same subject, another MLS player, Ricardo Pepi, who plays for FC Dallas, is going to the Bundesliga in Germany, and it was reported today that he went for twenty million dollars. Holy shit! Again, same question: Is he getting the twenty million? I guess my I guess my thing about it is I don't. I don't care how much any of these players make I just hope that if that's the number that they're reporting I hope that's the number that they're getting I hope it's not watered down to where it's you know oh 10 for the player 10 for the club Um, and I mean I get I guess no I know I can find out I know for a fact I can find out the ins and outs of how the contracts work but I don't care enough to find out like if somebody if somebody were to tell me I'd listen and go oh okay and it would make more sense to me but I'm not gonna go out and go oh hey I have a question so this player got x amount of money would does that mean I don't I don't give a shit I didn't care less about it what else do I want to talk about MLS I'm excited for the upcoming season hopefully the New England Revolution okay so for the upcoming MLS MLS season, I'm hoping the New England Revolution have tons of success. If I'm being honest with you, I hope the Revolution win MLS Cup. That's what I that's what I'm hoping for. I also want to see Austin FC have success. Hopefully, they can have a much better season than they than they did their inaugural season. Uh, and I definitely want to go to a game. The games look. Like the atmosphere, the stadium, it looks fucking amazing. Uh, That would be really cool. Who else? Columbus, I want to see them have some good success. uh, Because of Jossie. What other clubs? Off the top of my head right now, it would be those three. New England Revolution winning MLS Cup. Austin having a much better season than they did last year. And Columbus having some some good success. Um, that's all I can think about right now. What else? I, I think I've already told you guys. Omar Gonzalez went uh, signed with the Revs. Sebastian, let's get. That's what I call him. Legit. Sebastian, l- legit. But I call him Let's Get. He's gonna be there too. That's gonna be fun. The next time we go f- we go to a game in Boston be able to see Omar and let's get an AJ that would be dope I can't wait I can't wait for that I wonder what it's gonna look like so like I told you I am in Kona and the first time I was here in Kona I got here around I want to say what time did I get here It was later it was like let's say for example it was five five or six or was it yeah okay let's call it five or six and the sun was going down we get to the hotel and it was myself and three crew members yes it was three of us so we ended up walking from our hotel across to the other side i guess down the strip or On the other side of this this area and there's a restaurant that overlooks the ocean like this you overlook the ocean somebody's playing some live music we had a couple drinks we had some food it was really nice by the time we got over there it was already dark the backdrop was beautiful the the, the tiki torches were were lit just amazing and walking over there I don't know if you can hear the water. I'm sure you can hear the water because I'm sure you can hear the wind too. As we're walking, everything was was nice. You hear some Hawaiian music playing. You hear the, the, the waves crashing. Just very, very beautiful. Very relaxing atmosphere. Then after myself and the girl that I was working with up front, I want to say it was maybe 9 o'clock at night. And I had never been here, she had never been here, and I was like, I wanna keep, you know, keep doing something. So the other two, they left. I guess they were up since really early, whatever it was. We walked across the street, and we went to this two-story bar. There was a bunch of locals there. We just started talking to a bunch of locals. That was fun. And the next day, I wanna say we kinda had a, a late night. Cause you know it was like it was my first time here. I was like, I don't give a shit about sleeping. I just want to see and do everything. And the next morning, I went to go lay out. There's a little uh, part of the beach over there for the hotel guests. So we were hanging out over there, catching some sun, and we all wanted to to go paddleboarding. So we walked over to this little hut. We went paddleboarding and. I, I think I've told you guys, I'm not a fan of the ocean. I'm not a fan of the ocean because there's a lot of things in the ocean that want to kill you sharks, jellyfish. Um, I guess, mm, yeah, in my head, whales, um, eels, all that stuff. I just, the ocean is too big and I can't see down there, and I don't even think I would want to see what's down there. Cause it would just freak me out. I mean I've been over there in the in the cove area it's very clear and you can see you can see down and there's some coral. Coral freaks me the fuck out. I don't know what it is. When I see even um what is it seagrass seaweed at the bottom oh my god it freaks me the fuck out because I think something's in there hiding waiting to kill me so what I'm trying to say is I'm not a fan of the ocean. Like, I'll put my feet in, I'll go waist deep, you know, I'll dunk my head, and then I come out. But to go where it's deeper freaks me the fuck out. But everybody wanted to go paddleboarding, and I thought, okay, it's very calm, right there in the little cove. So, I mean, I was I was doing great. I was going back and forth, and I was turning. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm at bros. And then all of a sudden they said, let's go out to the open ocean. So there's a little... little path you go out and the moment we start making it to the open ocean the waves start getting a little a little rougher it wasn't too bad but it was i was definitely using my core using my balance it was testing me so we're out there now we're we're out in the open ocean we're not in the cove anymore They're having a great old time. Oh, this is great, this is beautiful. And I look down and I see this big shadow of something. I don't know what it was. It could have been just, it was probably part of the coral, coral reef. Part of the rocks that are at the bottom. And I freaked out. I literally, I remember, I like froze real quick. And in my head I thought, oh my God, that's a whale and I'm about to die. And like, like the board started shaking. The board started shaking and it was really weird. Uh, not weird, I mean it just started shaking because I made it shake and I fell off and I freaked the fuck out. I fell off and then I real quick jumped back on the board and like, you know, my heart was was racing. I was like, oh my God. And everybody was way in front of me. So I wasn't even around the people I was paddleboarding with. They look back and I hear something, "Oh, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. So I jump on the board and I just start paddling towards them. Because I thought, if I make it to them, now there's a group of us. And whatever's gonna eat me might eat somebody else first and I'll have a chance to go away fuck that sounds terrible but that was that that's what was going through my mind I freaked out and but then we came back into the cove and then I was fine even though I can see down and I can see more of the rocks in the cove and I can see the fish fish freaked me out I don't like it like if I see them like I was, I was on the paddleboard. I can, I can look down, and I can see them. And I was fine. But the moment I went into the water, just thinking that they could brush up against me, I don't know why. It just freaks me out. I wish I wasn't like that, but I am. Um. And then we did that for I don't know, maybe four hours. Man, my legs that night, my legs felt really sore, and my, and my abs. Felt really sore, but it felt like a really good workout. My arms felt like they were on fire. This wasn't during, this was after. Um, it felt like a really good workout. So we did that, and then they wanted to, what else did they want? Oh, they wanted a snorkel right there on the quote. Well, they wanted to snorkel out into the ocean. I was like, I'm not doing that shit. I think I told them like, oh no, like I have to go poop or something. But I did it there in the cove and then the moment they started going out to the open ocean I was like, ah, I gotta go take a shit. So then I left and then we ended up going across the street. We had some lunch. We found some shaved ice, which was really cool and then just walked around and then we all took a nap. I think we, they were going back to Denver and I was going to, I want to say LA. I was going back to LA and, um, but our check-in was around the same time. So we all, you know, went to go take a nap cause we were doing the red eye in and it was really cool. That was my first time in Kona. And then I came back, I think four or five more times after that. And then the last time I was here was, I want to say 2018. Towards the end of 2018 was the last time I was here. And then now today is... Well, yesterday was the last day of 2021. And then today is the first day of 2022. And I'm back. And I think I told you on my last episode... Every time I come to the islands... I love it here. I love it here. And I've never canceled... I've never had a flight canceled so that I stay one more day. And I always... I'm always hoping. I'm like, fuck, just give me one canceled flight. Just give me one more day. Um, But it hasn't happened yet. Maybe one of these days it will. In a couple days, maybe about, a what, today's the first. On the 6th, I get to Maui, which I've never been to Maui. So I'm very excited about that. I'm going to make sure I get plenty of rest the night before. I'm going to make sure I hit the gym before I go to work. And then I think we get there around 3 So, I plan on spending out, I plan on spending the rest of it, or when I get there, what am I trying to say? Jesse trying to talk, take two action. What I'm trying to say is the moment I get to Maui, I'm changing and going straight out and trying to do everything I can. Uh, Because then the next day, I think our check-in's at 11. So, it's not super early, but it's earlier. But I just want to spend as much time as possible uh, just, you know, looking around. Exploring. Do you guys have a favorite island? Has have you, you 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 guys have been to Hawaii, right? I talk about it. I know there's people that have never come to the islands, and I definitely take it for granted because it was kind of like the same thing when I worked at Disneyland. I didn't like I knew people go to Disneyland on vacation. And it's, you know, some people save up for years and years and years, and then they finally make it there. But when I worked there, and growing up we were there a lot, I just thought it was kinda normal. So then when I would meet grown, grown adults that would say, you know, oh, I've never been here. To me it was kinda weird. Um, and then now that I'm a flight attendant, when people tell me, "Oh, I've never been there," I think to myself, "Why? Just get on a plane and go." Because I can, but it's very different. There's a lot of there's a lot of things I don't have to pay for, or if I do, it's I mean not even a fraction of the cost. It's almost next to nothing. So I also have to think about that. Um, Cause, i mean one of our crew members she brought her mom and her sister and they were talking about how they've never been and then there was another lady who was on the flight by herself and she was you know just some regular passenger. she told us she was coming to kona for the first time ever in her life i think she was 87 i said you're coming by yourself she's like yeah like i'm not i'm not gonna wait for anybody and i thought oh that's really cool and then i was like man you've never been but again not everybody can just, you know, go whenever they want for all kinds of reasons. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break per usual because the camera's going to stop on me. And we're back. All right, what else do I want to talk? Oh, Betty White passed away. I was... When did the news break? I think I've, I think we were about to push... To come to Kona? I don't know. I was at work. And, you know, I got the CNN notification. that said Betty White passed away. And I was like, oh, man, that sucks. I don't know if I shared the Betty the Betty White story with you guys. If I did, you've heard it. If not, uh, I'm going to tell it right now. When me and Ali first started dating... For her birthday the year we first started was it the year we first started yeah it was the year we first started so 2012. me and Allie were based in houston and i had talked to her and i said hey she told me she had never been to disneyland i i've been to disneyland she never been to disneyland but she's been to walt disney world i've never been to walt disney world So I was telling her, hey, you know, some of my friends work there and, you know, I can get us in. Um, Mostly like, hey, you know, they're gonna help me out, get you in so that you can meet some of them and you can enjoy the park and all this stuff. So her mom and dad were joining us as well. And it was the first time I was meeting her mom and dad. So I was very nervous. And I actually met them in the airport Like, we got off our flight from Houston, and then they got off their flight in Chicago. And as they're coming off their plane from Chicago in L.A., I'm like, hey, I'm Jesse. Uh, But on our flight from Houston to L.A., Betty White was on. And I remember hearing one of the gate agents, I said, oh, uh," you know, we went to go check in. They said, oh, you know Betty White's on the plane? I went, oh, wow, that's really cool. And I don't know what had happened. I don't know specifically what happened. But they changed the aircraft that we were originally on. Well, they put us on a different aircraft, and I guess they weren't, there wasn't enough first class seats. So they downgraded her. And apparently she was super, super nice. Everybody was, I'm so sorry, and blah, 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 blah. And she apparently just kept saying, it's fine, don't worry about it. I don't need to fly first class. It's fine, it's not a big deal, it's okay. And she was very, very nice. So they ended up putting her in seven, seven or eight, whatever the bulkhead is, aircraft right on the 757-300. So she was there and they gave, her the, they gave her the window seat. They made sure nobody was in the middle and then her manager was flying with her. Uh, he was in the aisle. The flight attendants in front kept bringing her all the stuff from first class. They gave her... Because there was a bunch of people, I guess, that didn't eat in the front. So they were like, hey, you know, we're going to give you a meal. And we're going to give you um, desserts." And she just kept like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And she was very nice. So I went up front and I was talking to a flight attendant that I had worked with a couple times in Houston. And I was talking to him and he says... Uh, oh, did you say hi to Betty White? And I said, no, I didn't, I didn't say hi. No. He goes, you should. And I said, oh, okay. And he goes, no, really. Go over there, sit down, talk to her. She's very nice. She'll talk to you. She's like, you know, most of us have already gone over there and said hi. And I said, okay. So I thought, when am I ever going to have that opportunity again? I'm in uniform as well. So, I'm, you know, I think I've shared that with you guys. Sometimes I have gone up to people to just say hi to them. And I feel like they're more receptive because I'm in uniform. I don't know if it's because of the uniform, but I would like to think that it's because of the uniform. So I went up and I said, you know, I'm sitting in the aisle seat, and I said, Miss White, just wanted to come over and say hello. You know, I, I love all the work you've done. And she was very, very nice. I had a you know quick like five minute conversation with her. She was so, 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 so nice. And Allie was in the front talking as well. I don't remember who it was that we were talking to, but whoever it was knew Allie and I. And I set it up for Allie to come sit down and talk to her, to talk to Betty White. And, you know, I'm telling her, like, yeah, I'm taking her to Disneyland. She's never been. She's like, oh, that's nice. I go, yeah, it's for her birthday. So then I said, um, you know, can she come say hi to you? And she's like, of course. I said, okay, cool. So as Allie's coming towards me, I get up from the seat and I go, "Uh, Miss White, this is my girlfriend, Allie. And Betty White goes, oh, hi, Allie. And Allie goes, hi. So I turn around and I leave to my seat because I'm not just going to, I just thought, you know, I don't want to crowd her. I don't want to draw too much attention. So I start walking back to my seat and I sit down, and all of a sudden, I see Allie right behind me. And I go, what are you doing? She's like, I'm, I'm sitting down in my seat. And I go, but, but why? I said, I, I, I introduce you to Betty White. You're supposed to go talk to her. Go talk to her. And Allie goes, no, I don't want to. And I said, why? She goes, I don't know. I'm nervous. I said, I, I set you up for it. I set you up to talk to her. She goes, No. So yeah, all Ali did was say hi to her and then she just walked away. <laughs> um, so that's my, that's my Betty White story. Um, I remember watching her on Golden Girls. I didn't start watching Golden Girls till... I don't know, maybe when I was close to 20? In my early 20s? I mean, I haven't watched... I can't say, you know, oh, this particular episode is my favorite. No. I haven't watched the whole series through, but I have watched some episodes. Um, And then it seemed like Betty White was always in, you know, she was in a lot of stuff. I remember the movie with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock, where they go get married. I think Sandra Bullock's Ryan Reynolds' boss. And Betty White was Ryan Reynolds' um, grandma in the movie. She just, I mean, she's, she's great. She was, she was fantastic. Super funny. Um, but yeah, it just sucks she passed away. And then I read that she was somewhere in mid-January, I think she was going to be 100. So, I mean, she had, she had a pretty full life. So, um, but you know, obviously it sucks when anybody passes away at any age because you don't want them to. Uh, Oh, speaking of the trip to Disneyland, here's another story that I'm not too sure if I've shared with you guys, but I'm going to share it anyways. Uh, The first day we went to Disneyland, Allie met Mike, my buddy Mike. And we got there, she meets him, and I, you know, I did the typical, Mike gives the best hugs. And he, of course, is like, oh, goddammit. So he says hi to her, he meets her mom and dad. And this was, we got there the first day. Yeah, we got there the first day to LA. And then we didn't go to Disneyland until the second day that we were there. So the first full day we were in L.A., we went, and Mike was nice enough to get us in, and he was hanging out with us around the park. And one of my ex-girlfriends, who we had just broken up not too long before that, she happens to be right there in the park. Well we were in the we were in the middle, what they called the Esplanade. Right in the middle between Disneyland and California Adventure. Or by one of the ticket booths. And I remember hearing her she goes, Jesse? She turns around and I turn around. I went, Oh, hey. And in my head I thought, oh fuck. But I also thought, you know, okay, I'll say hi and then you know, we'll just go on our way. So she goes, "Hi." I think she said hi to Allie. It was kind of kind of a blur. But I pulled her off to the side, and I think she started asking me, like, you know, who you know, who's that girl? And I said, you know, she's just a friend. And I didn't feel. Like, I needed to tell her everything right there and then, being that Allie's parents were there. And I thought, I I really thought it was just going to be a quick, like, hey, hey, okay, bye. Like, it should have been, but it wasn't. And at one point, she, she goes, she kept pressing me, like, who is she, who is she, who is she? And I go, you know, she's just a friend, don't worry about it. Then she goes, kiss me then. And I went, What? She goes, kiss me, just give me a kiss. Just give me a kiss on the lips, side. And I went, no, it's cool. And she's like, because she's more than just a friend. And I said, okay. I said, but I'm not, I mean, we're not together anymore, so I'm not just going to kiss you. So she starts, like, coming towards me. So I'm grabbing her arms now, and I'm like, hey, you know, let's, let's take a beat, let's walk away, you know, let's, let's calm everything down. And I look over at Allie. And she's, like, freaking out. Rightfully so, by the way. It's not like Allie was freaking out. I was like, oh, my God, calm down. No, no, no. Allie was rightfully so to freak out. Because, again, my ex-girlfriend, or that I told Allie this is my ex-girlfriend, and then all of a sudden she's <laughs> like, hey, kiss me? Very weird. Um, so I was like, no, no, no. So she ended up walking away. And I was like, what the fuck? And then Allie's freaking out, and her parents are like, ah, it's okay. And then I'm just thinking, I'm like, "God damn it, dude. This is the first time I'm meeting her parents. And now they're like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? And then I got a text from my ex, and she said something something along the lines of, you know, uh, today was my only day off in X amount of days, and I was going to spend it at the park, and now I can't be at the park because... I don't want to see you walking around and maybe holding her hand. And I was like, listen, you live your life. I don't own the park. You're more than welcome to enjoy the park as well. Um, And she was like, no, 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 I can't. And then I just, like, I stopped. I told her, "It's like, hey, I'm going to stop texting you because, one, we're not together anymore. And, two, I'm here with other people and I'm not trying to be rude. We'll talk about this another time. This is not the time to talk about it. I think mean, she got mad at me. Uh, but yeah, that was that was kind of crazy. And sticking on Disneyland, the topic of Disneyland. Uh, I, as a kid, Greg and I, my brother Greg, and I. Every year we would watch the Rose Parade. We thought it was dope we'd watch it, I think we'd watch it like two, three times, all the way through. We'd watch it when it would, when it originally aired, and then later on after, because they would they would usually show the parade right after it was over. So we'd watch it again right after it was over, and then later on in the day, on New Year's, they showed it again and we'd watch it again. So we were, we were really into it. And I don't know at what age, we stopped. But now, I think parades... Parades are annoying. And I think the only people that like the parades are the people that are in it. I just... I I, I hope... Here's another thing. Now that we're going to have this baby, I hope the baby is never... In a parade. I mean, obviously, I say this now, I might change my mind. But I fucking hope the kid is never in a goddamn parade. Because I don't want to sit fucking through it. That just sounds terrible. Um, but I do like Disneyland parades. Disneyland parades are dope. There was only one. I think there's only been one Disneyland parade that I didn't, I didn't like, that I thought it was stupid, and off the top of my head, I can't really remember which one, um, but like, as a kid, fuck, as a kid, oh, I remember the Mulan one, that one was dope, I really, me and Greg really liked that one, we'd always sing the song, um, the play parade at California Adventure. No, I like that one. Maybe it was a Sensational Parade. I don't think I really thought that that one was the business. The Electrical Parade. I I love that one so much. I love the Electrical Parade so much that I I bought the CD when I was younger. there was a CD I made. How old was I? No, I had to. Have, no, I was old enough. Yeah, I was old enough. I had my car. I had my Civic. And I bought the CD and me and Greg would ride around and I would put the CD in the car and kind of bump it. So, yeah. What else? Oh, I don't know why I do that. I'm trying to not do that. I'm not trying to go, oh, what else? Because, I mean, I have my show notes. So I I shouldn't be saying that. Uh, During something that... Do you guys ever just watch shit on YouTube, you guys ever go down rabbit holes, I do, I do that a lot, especially during the lockdown, when everything shut down in March of 2020, there was a lot of, me and Ali didn't do shit, we just stayed home, but we were moving, so we were moving from Hermosa Beach to Vegas and in that there was a lot of just hanging around there was nothing to do during the day nowhere to go, nothing to do and I did a lot of drinking we watched a lot of Netflix and movies and at night, I mean we would fuck, we were going to bed at well, Ali was going to bed maybe around midnight maybe 1 I was going to bed about 3 or 4 in the morning. And then I'd wake up at 11, 10, 11 o'clock. We'd take a nap somewhere in the middle of the day. And then, you know, I'd stay up all fucking night. But then I started watching YouTube videos. And one thing would lead to another. And, you know, I'd go from watching this thing to another thing. One thing that I started watching is cow... Hoof trimming videos. There's this guy. I think he's called the hoof guy on YouTube. And he he trims cow's hooves. And I just, I watch it. Which is really weird. I mean, I I don't, is it weird? Eh. Different. So he... He trims these hooves, so he has this apparatus, and it grabs the cow's foot, and then it, like, brings it up. So then, like, he has the bottom of the hoof facing him. And he has this little tool, looks like a little knife, and he just scrapes, 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 scrapes. So once he starts scraping, he exposes, I guess, fresh hoof. So, you know, it looks new. It looks, you know, like that pearl white there's a bunch of mud and you know cleans it off but then as he starts cutting into it there's little pebbles little rocks sometimes big rocks that get embedded into the hoof and then there's these lesions that create or that are formed and as he's going through and he's scraping it he'll like hit something and then you'll see something bubbling and then he'll say oh Now that's the pressure being relieved. And then he gets to the bottom what is he called I think it's called corium? I hope I'm saying that correctly. I think it's corium. He goes, Oh, there's fresh corium. And he'll shave it down and then he exposes it and then he puts this um this powder, I think he said it's kinda like uh the equivalent of aspirin. He puts it on and then he packs it in and then he'll he'll wrap the hoof, because there are like two of them, so he wraps one, and then he puts a block on the other one to relieve the pressure so that the cow is not putting pressure on the bad hoof. I don't know how the fuck I started watching it, but I started watching it, and I can't get enough of that shit. Each video, I think the shortest video I've ever seen is maybe seven minutes. I think there's a couple in there that are like 4 or 5 minutes. But I think the shortest one that I've seen is 6 minutes. The longest one I saw was 18 minutes. Did I watch all 18 minutes of it? Yes. Did I need to? Fuck no. Am I ever going to do that? No. I would never attempt to even scrape a fucking hoof. But I don't know why I find it so interesting. I find it super interesting. And I find it... Like, I'm not a fan of, like, if you show me surgery shit, i like, no, I'm out. Fuck that. But when you see the hoof, when he gets to the soft part, and again, I think he calls it fresh corium, because I think that soft hoof, when it finally heals, turns into a uh, regular hardened hoof. So he says you got to get down to it to expose it, to treat it so that it can heal and then it, you know, rebuilds, Uh, yeah, I think, again, I don't know, I don't know exactly how I found it, it was one of those things where, you know, I started watching how to make soft pretzels and then I ended up on fucking hoof trimming videos, Um, but yeah, ever since we moved to Vegas, I've been watching it so for almost two years now I'll just randomly especially when I'm on layovers most of the time now I won't even turn on my TV in my, in my room I'll just watch fucking hoof trimming videos uh, yeah so that's it's odd but I like it oh pimple popping videos too ooh I don't know what it is but I can watch those like even some of the more gory ones I don't know what it is but I love watching that shit And then there has been times where I think to myself, I wish I had a really big abscess or pimple that I can pop. And then after further review, I go, no, that that would be too chill. That'd be fucking weird. Because then, like, what if it gets bad enough that I need to go get treatment for it? Like, I need to go see a doctor for it. I don't want to do that shit. So it sounds better than what it really is. So, yeah. Uh... That's about all I wanted to talk to you guys about. And I wanted to show you the beautiful view that I've been enjoying uh, since I got here. Remember, well, first off, thank you for coming back. Happy New Year. I hope nothing but the best for you and your family. Many blessings, many successes in 2022. And hopefully the show just keeps getting better And the audience just keeps getting bigger. Like I said before, the numbers just keep going steadily up, 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 which is uh, exactly where I want to be. And again, I couldn't do this without you guys. And I really, really thank you and I appreciate you guys. You guys should all win a million dollars. You guys should be showered with millions of dollars in rubies because you guys are so amazing. Remember, tell everybody you know. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your cousin, tell your dog. Tell everybody who has a phone. Take their phone from them put in The Jesus Show, not that one. Rate, like, and subscribe, and I'll see you guys next week.